Hey guys, welcome to the Tuesday, April 20th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast, the 420 edition, Marcel. So you got to smoke up, Marcel. You're over there in uh, in Amsterdam, man. You don't smoke anyways, so it's all I'm a smoker. <laughs> Hopefully some people are enjoying their day, though. It is uh, it is 420, so happy holidays. Oh, definitely, <laughs> I know. They definitely will, man. They definitely will. <laughs> For sure. Um, what's going on, Marcel? How are you, man? Yeah, same as yesterday, man. It's <laughs> just good. Um First day at work again this week, uh, today. So, uh, yeah, pretty busy, but uh, all good. You? Yeah, I know. Busy as always. As always, man, it never, it never ends. But uh, we got a good card to talk about today, Marcel. UFC 261, yeah. 13 fights. Uh, one fight fell apart. Jamie Simmons, Johnny Munoz just fell apart. I think it, someone got injured. Simmons, I think. So, yeah, Simmons got injured. That fight's off the card, guys. Like It's funny because I started doing the tape study and then I realized it was off the card because I couldn't find it on topology. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I, I barely did anything, thank God. But uh, yeah, I don't want to waste my time doing something. It's not going to happen. But anyways, yeah, mm-hmm. th- this card should be good. The re- everything else that's still on the card. I mean, we got three title fights. You got a bunch of newcomers, man. A lot of, pe- a lot of fighters that some people might not be familiar with. So we'll go through them. Um, might as well just get into it, Marcel, because we got 13 fights. So let's just start right now. So we'll sure, start sure. with, we're going to use topology's order, guys. So if it's wrong, it's on them. <laughs> but it's right now, that, there you go. So according to their order, Ariane Carnalosi takes on Na Liang in the first fight of the night, women's 115. And the odds for this fight, Carnalosi is favored to win this fight. Slight favorite, minus 200, plus 170 for Liang. What do you think? Yeah, Liang is one of three uh, UFC Performance Institute Shanghai people on this card. They're all three on the early prelims, by the way. Um, she's fighting Ariana Carnelosi. Um, you know Liang did, did well in, at, at the Wheel of Wars, where they all, all three, I think, fought, and where uh, one was champion over there. Um, but yeah, we saw, I actually really saw her fight one time in Bellator, where she lost to Juliana Velasquez by an armbar. Velasquez is the champion, you know, right now, Belta. So, uh, I mean, it's 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 a it's a loss you can have. She also lost to Agapova and Shakirova. The thing is, the people she lost to was pretty much the well-known people she fought. You know what I mean? Um, if you look at Ariana Carnelosi, she only uh, fought uh, one time in the UFC yet against Angela Hill. After that, she was supposed to fight Mackenzie Dern. Didn't happen. Just went against Gloria Paula on a record, which is a good win, I think. Um, There's a man. I don't know too much about uh, Naliang, to be really honest. Ariana Carnelosi didn't look really bad against Hill. Hill was just a little bit better, in my opinion. Um, I- I'm thinking Carnelosi in this one, but mm, not, not sure at all. Yeah, no, I, I like Carnelosi here. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't know much about uh, Liang before I watched the footage on her. And, like, she's she's uh, mostly a submission fighter. Like, she likes to pull guard and go for submissions. Um, she can get takedowns, too. Like, her wrestling is not bad. And in this fight, she does have some advantages as far as, like, Height and reach and stuff, but you know what? Carnalosi looked pretty good to me, man. I actually thought she looked okay uh, watching her fights back. Not the Angela Hill fight necessarily, but some of the other fights. Pretty good wrestling. Her striking is pretty good. She's aggressive. And the fight with Angela Hill got stopped due to a cut, right? So we don't really know what would happen. I mean, she probably would have lost the decision, obviously, but who knows? The, the other loss she has is to Amanda Reeves. It's not a bad loss in her career. Um, that the qualify I watched again. And uh, you know what? Like, that's a good measuring stick, I think, because she was able to kind of keep that girl upright. And even outstrike her a little bit too, and then take her down when she wanted to. So I thought she looked pretty good. I mean, yeah, like, do you want to lay minus 200? I'm not sure, but I do think this girl wins. I, I do think she should be favored to win this fight. It's just that 
these uh these Chinese performances, two fighters, these matchups are kind of weird to me a little bit. Like you would think they want them to win, but they're getting tough fights uh, for some of them, anyways. So that's something to keep in mind because you you would think the matchmakers are giving someone stylistically that would be a winnable fight, but this looks like a tough fight to me. So I'm, I'm looking at Carter Rossi here and uh, probably win decision, Marcel, but she could finish the end because Liang, you know, she's kind of someone that like you get on top of her, you can rain down strikes and finish her, I think. Like, I, I think that's how Ega Pope, I watched that fight yesterday. I think that's how she beat her. We're good for us. Good afternoon, guys. Hey, Jose, what's going on, man? So that's where I'm looking at that fight. And then this fight, the next one, it's kind of similar. It's kind of another tricky fight. Jeff Molina, contender series veteran, taking on Kuling Ori who has a ton of experience for his age, which is crazy. Um, this fight's at 125. Ori is moving down from bantamweight, so that's something to keep in mind here. And the odds are it's the closest fight in the card, Marcel. It's literally a pick of minus 110 each. So it's, it's, according to the odds makers and the betting public, the hardest fight to pick in the card. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Ori Kilang, he is uh, also a guy from WLF Wars, was actually the bantamweight champion there. Um Listen, man, I don't know too much about these guys. I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, I mean, if, if I go with record, and sometimes I do that, guys, I go with record. I'm not really impressed. He, he got some good wins. On, he got some nice wins on his record. But uh, the, 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 the names that spring out is like Kai Kara France and probably Grigory Popov, who wasn't good in the UFC, and Popov real naked choking. was early in his career in 2016, yeah. so maybe can't take too much away from that one. Uh, Jeff Molina, I really like him, man. He's from the Contender Series. Uh, he's from uh, from the Glory MMA and Fitness team, uh, which is uh, he got coached by James Cross. Um, I, I really like the kid, man. He's new. He makes his debut. Aori Kilang as well. I'm, prob- I'm wondering if uh, Bruce Buffer is going to call him Aori Kilang the Mongolian murderer, if he's going <laughs> to announce it like that. So I'm really wondering that. But um, yeah, man, I- I'm taking Jeff Molina here. i got to say, man, he had um, probably... No disrespect, but he could have had a, a more easier debut if he got Adashev instead of uh, this guy. But uh, yeah. Ari Kilang, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't feel confident to 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 go with the Chinese guy here. And I feel more confident in Molina. I think Molina wins the fight. I'm going with the decision win here. I'm with you on this one, too, actually. I, I do favor Molina a little bit. Um, definitely not, like, the easiest fight to call by any means, guys. But, you know, I think he's just a little bit more well-rounded. You know, watching his fights back, like, his fights – in contender series also the other ones before in regional scene like he's pretty well-rounded man like i thought he was just kind of a striker based on his fight in contender series but he's got actually good grappling too so i liked what i saw from this kid he's only 23 years old he's training with james cross like you said uh Kuling, he's definitely more experienced he's he fights a lot he fights very often he has some power i mean he looked pretty good too man i'm not gonna lie he looked decent so this is definitely like not an easy fight to call but you have to pick someone and i'm picking jeff molina i think he's got some edges here he's a little bit younger He's a little bit, a little bit taller. I just, sorry, he's not a little bit taller. Sorry, Kuling's actually one inch taller. That's that's wrong. But in general, he's actually a big guy for flyweight. It's just that this guy's also big. I wonder if this guy's going to make weight though, because apparently it's his first time uh, cutting down to one twenty five. So he might not make weight, guys. It's something to keep it, your eye on. But overall, I do lean towards Molina. So I mean, it's pick and price. So that's got to be someone I'm looking at um, just based on the line itself. I mean, if it's going to be a pick em, uh, and and I favor the guy a little bit, then that'd be someone I'm looking at. But uh, We'll see how the week goes. I mean, I'd love to give him a plus money. That'd be sweet. Marcel I, or Kevin, I don't think I'll be able to watch live towards the end of the podcast. I just want to say I don't think any of these title challengers changed his hands. Three easy title defenses. We'll talk about those fights in a few minutes, Kevin. Hope you're doing well. Um, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. The next one is uh, Zhu Rong against Rodrigo Vargas. It's another uh, PI guy, Chinese, Chinese PI. 
And he's big. He's a big favorite here. Minus two fifty five. Vargas plus two fifteen. What do you think about this one? Yeah, my Rodrigo Vargas. Um, he's actually thirty five already. I didn't know he was already thirty five. He, he looks actually ten years younger than I am. So, um, yeah, I mean, he lost his debut against Alex de Silva. We know that. And after that, he looked good against Brock Weaver, man, in my opinion. But then uh, he he landed at the legal knee, and uh, it was over, you know. And uh, he got another loss, DQ loss. Um, I haven't been really impressed by him to to be at all. And Rong Zhu, I actually like him, man. I think he's a good fighter. I think he's uh, the the best of the three on this card, the best Chinese fighter on the card. Um, you also see, man, a lot of Asian-based fighters on this card. That this card actually was supposed to take place in, in the Philippines originally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I saw some fights of Rung Zhu, and I really like what I saw, man. Definitely the fight, I think, uh, was against uh, Yilan Sha. I saw, I'm not 100% sure if I saw that one. But, um, yeah, and that guy is also signed, by the way, by the, by the UFC, Yilan Sha. So, um, yeah, man, I, I feel... The, the guys, this is for, for me, it's very hard to pick because I don't know too much about these guys. Um, but my, my, what what I saw from footage, I, I like Rong Zhu in this fight, so I'm taking Rong Zhu, I'm taking him with a, with a TKO in the, in the second round. I'm with you on this one, too, man. I like this kid a lot, guys. He's really good. He's only 21 years old, too, so like he's he's got a lot, he's got 20 fights, and he's 21 years old. That's insane to me. He's been fighting for five years. So he's been fighting since he was 16, like a lot of these Chinese fighters, which is just crazy. Because I remember when I was 16, man, I was, you know, high school, smoking weed, chasing girls. That's all I was doing, drinking <laughs> beer. Like, like these guys are fighting in a cage, man. It's so crazy. Man. I was just watching, you know, sports with my friends. We were watching UFC. Like, we, were, we would watch the fights. You know what I mean? These guys are actually fighting. So I always got a lot of respect for these younger fighters. I think this guy looks awesome, man. He he really looked good to me. I, I'm just reading my notes, guys. I, I wrote he's strong, good grappler, good striking, good cardio, just a good prospect. And Vargas is 35 years old. He's lost both his fights to the UFC. Um, you know, I want to I watched his fights back just to see if I was missing anything, just to see maybe this is a trickier fight, but it really isn't. Like I I don't see a lot that I like about Vargas. He can be taken down really easily. He does have some striking. I mean, there was a nice head kick in Kumbachi over Mike Delatore, who used to be in the UFC. That was a nice win. But overall, I wasn't too impressed. Um, he also has a win over uh, Jordan Williams, who's in the UFC. But that fight was a really bad doctor stoppage. Like, one of the – like, the guy wasn't even cut bad, and they stopped the fight. It was terrible. The commentators were angry, too. So, I mean, that's the other <laughs> big win. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. I, I wrote a comment on – you guys go and find it on YouTube. I was like, what the hell? So – I mean, overall, I mean, like, I just don't think he's really a UFC caliber fighter, you know, and I think this is kind of a setup fight. So, um, and I like this kid, man. He looked awesome to me. I would recommend you guys go and watch his fights. He's a fun fighter to watch. He's super exciting. Got a lot of power. He's got uh, just a lot of aggression. I, I, Mar Marcel, I'm impressed by this kid. I really am. So my pick will be um, wrong you in this fight. I mean, what's the odds? Minus 250? Yeah, I mean, he, he's someone you'd be looking at, I think, potentially to play as a parlay piece. But, you know, there is risk, obviously, he has no fights in the UFC. And this is a step up, I guess, compared to some of the guys he's been fighting. But from what I've seen, this kid is really good, guys. So that'd be someone I'm looking at. Um, let's go to the next fight. This one's interesting. Dana Batrigal. Sorry, I'm, spelling, I'm saying his name wrong. Uh, Dana Batgarrel against Kevin Natividad. This is a tough. These are tough names to pronounce, guys. Uh, right now, we got, uh, I'll just call him Dana, Dana Bat, Bat, Batgarrel. I, I, it's a tough name to pronounce for you guys. I apologize. Minus one eighty five for Dana and Kevin Nadivida plus one sixty. What's your thoughts on this one? 
Yeah, man. And uh, I, I think uh, Dana Bacharel hasn't looked bad in the UFC at all so far, man. The, the, the first fight against uh, Haley Alateng was a close fight, I think, honestly. It was a unanimous decision loss, but it was a close fight. And it was fight of the night as well, I think. Um, he defeated Guido Canetti, but... Yeah, Canetti isn't really UFC level, to be really honest. So um, I, th I think he did good so far. You see, he also got a win on his record against Kai Kara France, right? Uh, in the earlier in the earlier days. So yep. that's a nice win to have under your belt, I think. Um, Kevin Natividad uh, was supposed to fight Brian Kelleher uh, in his debut. Uh, got pulled like after the weigh-in, uh, then got rebooked re against Miles Johns, got knocked out in the third round. Before that, really nice streak in the, at the, in the LFA, you know. I, I really liked uh, a really good win against Carlos Estrada. Um, man, I'm favoring Bacharel in this one, to be really honest, man. I think Bacharel has looked good in the UFC so far, despite being 1-1, could have been 2-0. So, um, yeah, I'm taking Bacharel going with a decision win for him here. I'm with you on this one, too. I'll pick Bacharel as well. Thank you for pronouncing it properly. That one's just hard for me to pronounce. Um, you know, I, I think Kevin Nadevita's got some promise, for sure. I mean, he's definitely, like, a talented guy, but I think he's got a chin problem, guys. I really do. I mean, the Miles John punch, it really didn't look that hard. He got knocked out cold. And the other fight with Glenn Baker and LFA, he got knocked out in nine seconds. He just got starched in quickly. I think he has a problem with his chin. This guy, uh, how do you say his name again, Marcel? Batrigal, how do you say his name? So, sorry, I had the mic because somebody came in. Uh, Bacharel Dana. Bacharel Dana, thank you. I apologize, guys. It's just a tough name for me. I think this guy's good, and he's got power. Obviously, you've seen that, guys. We saw that in this last fight um, with uh, Guido Canetti. And the fight with Haile Alatang was a great fight. It was a war. It went the distance. He got taken down in that fight. That's how he lost. He was actually outstriking the guy, but he got taken down. So he does have some issues with his takedown defense. I don't know if Natty V has the guy to exploit that, though. I don't, I don't think so. So I'm thinking I'm looking at Dana here. I think he probably knocks this guy out, actually, guys. So that's what I'm what I'm looking at in that fight, Marcel. He is a two to one favorite right now, basically. So it's not like I'm the only one on him. I think everyone is kind of on uh, Dana here, which always scares me because like I think people are kind of writing off that he did a little soon, Marcel. I do think he's talented, but I do think he's got chin problem uh, from what I've seen. I don't know if he, this guy can take a punch. So if this guy uh, Dana hits him with that left hook, he's got he's got a nasty left hook, guys. He can knock this that's guy out. It's also styles make fights, you know. You can exactly, have, uh, yeah. Sometimes you 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 are kind of lucky with the with the kind with the style you get from a certain fighter, but you can be really unlucky in your UFC uh, in your UFC career that you get three fighters after each other that is not really, um, that not really comp complementing to your game. Or how do I say that? You know, but you know exactly what I mean, right? I do. Yeah, I everything's matchup based, guys. Like that's why every fight's different, you know. Um, let's look at this fight. This one's interesting. Tristan Conley against Pat Sabatini. Um, right now, Sabatini is favored. Wow, he's a big favorite. Minus 230, Conley plus 190. The betting odds open with Conley as the favorite, guys. So now the line's completely flipped. A lot of money coming in on Sabatini. What do you think? Yeah, this is actually funny, man, because I think uh, Tristan Connolly was also a huge underdog in his debut. He was. Against, uh, let me, let me double check what he was. I know he was a big underdog. He closed yeah. at plus 315, so he was a big underdog. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, man, he pretty much let uh, Pereira do his thing in the first round, and after that he took over, and uh, he, he did very well. Uh, it also good to know that he's going down to featherweight for this fight, man, from welterweight, which uh, James Lynch stated in his podcast or on Twitter that uh, this is a, a tryout for, for Connolly at featherweight, that he wants to try what he can do there. Um, 
Pat Sabatini, I really like the guy. He's come from the CFFC organization, was supposed to fight Rafael Alves, who came in two weight classes too heavy. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I really like Alves, man. He's a good prospect. So, uh, you know, um, man, Sabatini got that horrible arm injury, man, uh, a year ago against James Gonzalez, where he pretty much got his arm almost yep. ripped off with, the, with that title fight first round. Um, but I really like Sabatini, man. I've been high for on him for years, actually. I think he's a really good good fighter, a, a really solid prospect overall, pretty good. Um, man, th- this is tough because Connolly comes from welterweight, and he probably has the. Um, I, I think he definitely has the height advantage, but also the the as stupid to say he has the weight advantage because they weigh in at the same time, but right. same thing. But you know what I mean? Probably more strength advantage. Um, I'm slightly leaning towards Pat Sabatini, but I think maybe the smarter pick is Tristan Connolly. I don't know, but I'm taking Sabatini in this one. Let's see what people are saying. Straight wager. Tristan having neck surgery and going down a weight based on losing weight from surgery. Questionable, age 35. Good evening. Hey, Dan. What's up, man? Fade Tristan based on adversity. Got to learn from previous picks. I don't know, guys. I think he has a good chance to win this fight. I think this fight's a coin flip. I really do. I think this is a super close fight. I think Connolly's super underrated. People are just – they just look at him. They don't think he's, like, this good fighter. He's not bad, guys. Mm-hmm. He's very well-rounded. He's extremely tough, very durable, um, good cardio, good wrestling, good submissions. Striking's not great, obviously, but he's just tough and well-rounded. And Sabatini is very one-dimensional to me, man. To me, he's just a, gra- a grappler. Like, And if this fight goes to the ground, I think that Connolly can match him in the grappling. So we, we're going to see probably some striking in this fight, and – I mean, we haven't seen anything for Sabatini. That's why I would have to lean a little bit towards Connolly, man. So I think these odds are off, personally. I would lean a little bit towards Connolly. I think the odds makers were right when they opened him as a small favorite here. So, I mean, plus, yeah. one, plus 190, man. I have to take a shot at it, I think. That's where I'm leaning towards. What do you, what do you say, Marcel? I think it should have been a pick man, to be honest. Uh, it's a close and, fight. These odds are off. Yeah. I mean, there's no, yeah, these odds are off, guys. Uh, like, Connolly, you, you got to give him respect, man. I mean, he took that fight against Pereira on four or five days' notice. Um, and, and everybody was like, "Oh, this dude is gonna get killed," and, and he did it, man. He he defeated Pereira, one of at that moment one of the hottest prospects in the UFC, coming in after that crazy finish over Danny Roberts. Everybody was like, "Oh, Pereira." I still think Pereira is a great fighter. Don't get me wrong, but the people were like, "He's the next big thing," you know. And Connolly coming in short notice, uh, let him do his thing, and then decisions him man so yeah. you got to give Connolly respect although it was two weight classes up so i'm really looking forward to how he looks here yeah that's the and biggest I, I, thing about yeah. this weird about this fight is that he's dropping down two weight classes that is weird but if he can make the weight man i, I actually think he might be the better fighter guys i know it's crazy right because everyone thinks this guy sucks and he's old and stuff but i don't think he's that bad man i think he's pretty good and we'll see we'll see i just think the i think the odds are off i think this is a very close fight i think the odds makers they opened it in a good line i think so people are just kind of fading Connolly, but I don't think that's a good idea, guys. I really don't. I mean, we all faded him in the fight with Prayer, and he came through there. I mean, I don't. I wasn't picking him there, you know. I remember James was telling me James Lynch, my buddy, because he does Rise FC, where this guy used to fight. He was like, "Damn, this guy Tristan Connolly's really good," and I was like, ah, "I don't know about this guy, man." And then of course we see what happens, Marcel. So I'd be careful, guys. I wouldn't like people just are gonna throw seventeen in like parlays or something. I wouldn't do that, but that's just me, me you know. You don't have to listen to my advice. You guys can do what you want, but you know, I, I don't think this guy should be a minus two thirty favorite. I, he has proven nothing to be a minus two thirty favorite. What the heck? This line doesn't make sense to me at all. Very bizarre. 
Um, hold this fight. This fight is really interesting. Brendan Allen against Carl Robertson. This is a good fight. This could be one of the fight of the night candidates, I think. This is a great fight. Uh, Brendan Allen right now, slight favorite, Marcel, minus 150. Robertson, plus 130. The line's kind of been going up and down a little bit, guys, but it looks like Allen's probably going to end up closing as a favorite here. What do you think? Yeah, man, I, I've been a fan of Brendan Allen, man. I really like the kid. I think um, when he was at LFA, uh, he, lost twice for the, he, he lost twice for the title, third time he got it. Um, good fighter, uh, solid on the ground. Um, yeah, what can you say about him? I, I really like him. He's now at Sanford MMA as well, I think. That's your favorite right there. So you might switch your pick. You might switch your pick if you had Robertson. Um, I mean... Brandon Allen is good on the ground. Let's let's say that. But striking, he can still improve, you know. But that's good that he's at Sanford MMA, you know. Got Henry Hoof there. You got some uh, some real killers there, so he can improve his striking there. He lost his last fight against Sean Strickland. Uh, before that, won three straight in the UFC. Carl Robertson uh, lost to Marvin Vittori via rear naked choke in the first round. Got a win against Kopilov, which I think he was an underdog in that one. I'm pretty sure he was an underdog in that one. Uh, before that one against Wellington Terman, and a close fight, in my opinion. But the thing is, with, with Carl Robeson, he has a problem many times when the fight gets to the ground against a better grappler against him. And I think Brandon Allen is a better grappler than Carl Robeson. So I'm picking Brandon Allen, and I'm picking him in the third round via submission. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I think that's a good prediction. Let me just get what these guys are saying. Close, uh, straight wager. It's a close fight value interest in 2019 where it hasn't. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I don't like. I'm not. I don't know if I'm going to end up betting on it just because of those unknowns. But I, I lean towards it. Like you know, just because he's a dog doesn't mean I'm just going to throw a dart on it. Last week we, we did it with Bush. It didn't pan out. So you got to be careful. Allen's a strong grappler, but the way he got uh, poleaxed in his last fight is concerning going his baby K. Weird thought, but I wonder if the sucker punch signed their best guys to shot Robertson and share him the agent publicly. Not that it works. That's interesting. That's interesting. I like Allen too in this fight. I, I just think the grappling is going to be in his favor. You know, I think Robertson's not bad. He's pretty well rounded, actually, man. Like he's got rear naked chokes, as we've seen a few times. He probably has a striking advantage if this fight stays in the feet. That that's what worries me. If the fight stays in the feet, I think he'll be in trouble. Because I, I think Allen, you know, we saw in the last one with Strickland, man, he doesn't have a lot of striking guys. So that's a worry. But I think his grappling is good enough where he's going to be able to get this fight to the ground, be in top position, and, and win the fight like there. Also, man, he's got these nasty, nasty knees from the clinch too. So if this fight goes in the clinch, it'd be interesting because Robertson's got nasty elbows from the clinch. It's going to be a crazy fight. I like Allen though, Marcel. I'm with you. I think he gets him to the ground, probably finishes him by submission. That's kind of what I'm looking at here. So I'd be looking at Brandon Allen in this fight. How about this next one? This is a good fight too. Dwight Grant taking on Stefan Sukulich. And Sukulich... Uh, you talk about injuries. This guy had a fight where he broke his leg. He threw a kick, put his leg down, his leg broke in half. It was so nasty. You guys can find it on uh, on YouTube. I can't remember what fight it was, but it's so nasty. His leg just snapped in half. It's like Anderson when he fought Chris Weidman a little bit. Anyways, um, the odds for this fight, Marcel, where are they here? This order is messed up on uh, on best. Uh, there it is at the bottom. Minus 225 for Dwight Grant. Stefan Sukulich, plus 185. What do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, Stefan Sukulic, we haven't seen a lot about uh, from him in the UFC yet, man. We only saw him fought Ramos and Emir, and it was a very one-sided, unanimous decision to me. Um, before that, he, he fought at Serbian Battle Championship. You're probably pointing at the Adriano Balbi fight, where he, uh, where he lost due, due uh, injury in the third round. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's the one. It's... it's yeah, it's it's very, it's a very hard read for me on Sekulich because I don't know. Uh, he he looked good at at the Serbian circuit, you know, but I don't still don't know how good he will look 
on the world stage. Let me let me put it like that because Emiev, you know, Emiev is, is a solid wrestler and he took him to the ground like all the time, if I can remember correctly. Uh, Dwight Grant, um, Dwight Grant, a little older, right? He's already 36, um, but has looked not bad in the UFC, I think. I think uh, he got robbed in his debut against Zach Aldo. He clearly won that fight. He lost with split decision. Um, one against Pedro Soli after that, Joe Ban, which was a questionable split decision win for him. And his last fight against Daniel Rodriguez, he tacked Rodriguez, man. He dropped him. Uh, he, uh, did he drop? I think he dropped him. Dropped yeah. him once, and then he uh, got dropped three yeah. times, though. He got dropped three times, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And Tononi didn't want to intervene, of course. And uh, then uh, Rodriguez uh, won the fight. <clears throat> got the fight uh, book against Lee Jing Liang, but uh, tested positive for COVID in December. So um, overall, if I have to pick somebody here, I would go with Dry Grant. I think he has shown uh, more on the world stage yet than Sekulic has. And I wasn't uh, very impressed with Sekulic's debut against uh, MEF, to be honest. Uh, he looked good on the Serbian circuit, circuit, I said again. But uh, man, Grant is, Grant is pretty solid, man. I'm taking Dry Grant for your decision here. Yeah, I like Grant, but I think he knocks him out probably. You know, that's how he oh, wins okay. his fights, guys. He's got so much power. Like watching his fight, man, he's got a lot of power. He really does. Like the fight with Carlo Pedersoli just killed that guy. Brutal punch. Um, like you said, dropped Rodriguez. He just knocks guys out, man. He's just he's really good at knocking guys out. Like and he's got good wrestling for the most part. That fight with Zach Otto, which is a loss, that man, that is a bad decision. That was such a bad he won that fight. That was a terrible decision. Literally every media member scored it for him too. So it wasn't just me thinking that. Like, everyone thought that. So this guy could be, like, what, four, three and one in the UFC right now? And if he won that fight, I think he'd be a bigger favorite here, if anything. Like, Sukulich, is, he hasn't fought in three years. He had one fight in the UFC against him. He didn't look very good. Listen, he's got some things to like about him. Like, his wrestling, his grappling is pretty good. I just don't think it's going to be enough to beat Dwight Grant. A guy like Dwight Grant trains in American Kickboxing Academy. He's training with wrestlers all day. I don't think he's going to have any uh, problem stopping this guy's takedowns. I don't like that he's 36, Marcel. He's actually 36 years old. Um, so he's a little bit older, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the guy is pretty good, man. Like, I think he's got good, you know, power and I think he's got decent grappling too. So I like, I like Dwight Grant and I do think he wins this fight and it's not like I'm, you know, going on limb here. He's, he's a pretty big favorite, but I think it's good chalk. I think he does win this fight. Sukulich, there's nothing to like about him this fight. I don't think hasn't fought in forever. That's someone we always like to bet against. The only thing it's is, like, has he been improving, though? That's the, that's the one thing. Has he been improving the time off? What are you going to say? Yeah, no disrespect to him, but I was, like, when I saw that fight, and I was like, oh, he's still with the UFC. I so know, Sam. It was like, we haven't heard for so long nothing about him, you know? There are more of those guys, you know, who we haven't heard for, from for forever, like Wang Wang, for example. So, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Um, uh, Jose, I see your comments. We, I, I'll get to those during when we talk about that fight, okay? I see your comments, though, so they're noted. Um, Randy Brown against Alex Oliveira. This is the last prelim, I believe. Wow, we're actually blowing by good, good time here. Good. Um, yeah, interesting fight. Odds are pretty competitive, if I'm not mistaken, right now. Brandy Brown is minus 150. Alex Oliveira plus 130. What are you thinking here? Brandy Brown, Rude Boy, or Cowboy Oliveira? Bro, I like Randy Brown a lot, man. I think uh, he he has still something uh, something to prove in his career, man. He's he came up, uh, looked like a pretty much no disrespect, kind of a me mediocre fighter to me in the in the beginning, but uh, he he looked not bad at all, man. I think he looked great against Brian Barberina. I think that was pretty much his coming out party at that moment. Uh, then defeat Wally Alves, which was impressive to me, and he lost to Vicente Luca, which can happen. Who doesn't lose to Vicente Luca, who is not in the top five right now? So, 
yeah, so Alex Oliveira uh, was on, on, on a horrible streak with three losses, uh, came back against Max Griffin in a fight what could have been scored for Griffin as well, let's be honest. Uh, after that, Speedo Sabata win. Lost to Shafkat Rachmanov, but Rachmanov is a real good prospect, man. He's a real good prospect. So don't want to take anything away from that one. Um, man, I mean, the thing is, I think Randy Brown can do it, man. I mean, Oliveira has probably, yeah, sorry, has probably yeah. better uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but I think Randy Brown can keep it on the feet as well. Randy Brown, if he can get stop control here, he can, he can ground and pound him into oblivion. So I'm taking Randy Brown in this one. I think he gets a stoppage as well, man. Second or third round TKO via ground and pound. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you too on that <laughs> one. Um, I kind of lean towards Brown a little bit too. To me, he's just a little bit fresher fighter, a little bit more well-rounded too. Um, you know, that fight with Vicente Luka is a pretty close fight, man, up until the knee. You know, that's a question with this guy. His chin bothers me more so. Like that fight with Nico, <laughs> Nico Price where he got KO'd from the ground too. Like that, that worries me. So I don't think his chin's very good, which is obviously a concern. But again, it's matchups, right? And Cowboy's not really a guy that's going to, like, he's known for, like, knocking people out. He does have some knockout power. He's obviously extremely tough. Um, I think they're both pretty good. It's a pretty close fight. That's why the odds are like this. But I think Brown with the, the reach, the age, advantage, et cetera, I would lean towards him a little bit in this fight. Okay, let's get to the main card now. This is the opening fight between Anthony Smith and Jimmy Crete on the pay per view, Marcel. Interesting fight. We got two top 15 light heavyweights. It's a big step up for Crude and for Smith. It's another chance to show that he's still a top 10 guy. Right now, the odds, Marcel, uh, Crude minus 190, Anthony Smith plus 165. What are you thinking here? Yeah, man, it's honestly, it's such a difficult fight to pick for me, in my opinion. Um, I mean, Jimmy Crude has looked great in the UFC. Lost once against Misha Serkinov with that Peruvian necktie, right? Um, yeah. After that, one, two straight, but I think those, those are two fights he should win if he is a top prospect against Oleksiejuk and Bukowskas. Um, Anthony Smith, um, pe- people thought Anthony Smith was gone, but he he finished Devin Clark first round, you know, and Devin Clark is no easy task for nobody. So, I mean, oh man, this is, this is kind of a make or break fight again for Anthony Smith, right? If he loses this one, it's like um, you're now losing even to the up-and-comers in the, in the division, right? And uh, they are taking over. But, uh, man, it's 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 tough for me to go against Anthony Smith in this one because I think uh, he's a solid ground game as well, you know? And I think he, he might be able to be, to defend uh, the attacks from Jimmy Crute on the ground. Um, that's why I favor Anthony Smith via decision in this one. Yeah. Let me get these comments quickly. Brown rolls in this one. Yep. Oliver being for light. Yeah. And then Kenshiro, nice man. Yeah, no, I, I liked Paul too. I, I, you know, again, I thought he was going to win the fight. Parlayed Paul Waker got plus money. That's good. It's a good bet. He likes Jimmy Crew. What's he say? Jimmy Crew's got this. Yeah, this one's tough, man. This is a tough <laughs> fight. This one's this is tough. This one's tough. I, I'm having a hard time with this one, guys. I'm not going to lie. Me too. Because I really like Crew, right? But again, it's all matchups, and like I don't. Like, what's his path here in this fight? That's the thing. What yeah, I, that's the thing. Exactly. Yeah, I know, right? Because it's a tough matchup. Like, because Anthony Smith has got an iron chin for the most part. He's very hard to finish. Um, he's also tough to submit. So, yeah, I mean, this guy's a finisher. That's what he does. He submits people. But he's hard to get down yeah. to the ground. The thing is, though, Anthony Smith, I just can't – I don't think I can pick him, Marcel, because he just looks so bad. Like, the fight with Rakic, he looked terrible in that fight. And the fight with – uh Glover, just terrible. I know he, he looked good against Clark. You know, the, he, the, yeah. The thing is, is Crute's 
already Rakic level. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. And I'm not yeah, sure. That's... Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I think a lot of people will go blindly bet against Smith here, and it, it might pay off as a fade on him. And obviously, this kid is 25. He's young. He's he's a good. I mean, we all like him here. Obviously, I've been I picked him yeah, every fight. I picked him every fight he's had in the UFC. I picked all five of his fights. He lost the one to Misha, but I picked him in all his fights. I think he's very good. I just think this is a, a big step up, and I don't know if he passes the test. I think I still have to lean towards Crude a little bit, though, Marcel, because of the age and stuff, but uh, I'm not sure. This is this fight's kind of weird, guys. Like Smith could pull this off, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris Wyman versus Uriah Hall. It's a rematch. These guys fought in ring of combat like 10 years ago. Chris Wyman knocked out Uriah Hall. This time around, the odds are basically a pickup, Marcel. It's it's essentially even. So, who are you picking? I think Uriah Hall will return the favor on this one, to be honest. Um, I mean, Chris Whiteman, always liked the guy, man. I think he was a, a, a kind of an underrated champion. People say he's overrated. I, I don't agree with that. He worked hard to where he was at a certain moment. And uh, then it slipped away from him. Uh, he won his last fight against Omari Akhmedov. Wasn't a great fight. He did enough to win, to win two rounds. Um, I think the first and the third he won. He looked very fatigued after the second round, but he still pulled it through and he won the third round. Um, before that, yeah, losses to Dominic Reyes. The thing is with 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 Chris Whiteman, he lost to Ronaldo Jacare in the third round in a fight he was winning. He got knocked out. He lost to Gegard Musasi in the second round because uh, he he was saying he was hit by illegal knee which wasn't illegal. But before that happened in the second round, he was winning that fight. The first round was a clear 10-9 for him. That fight before that, Joel Romero, he was winning that fight. He gets knocked out. Uh, so it, it's pretty much a, a sucky situation for Whiteman all the time. Now he's fighting Uriah Hall, who is known for his knockout power, you know. Although, um, I mean, Dana White was heavily shitting on him against the Anderson Silva performance where he stopped him in the fourth round. The thing is... Um, Uriah Hall has the has the power to knock out Chris Whiteman. And the only thing that Chris Whiteman fears all the time is a knockout in the in the octagon. So for me, man, I'm picking Hall in this one. I think he he wins. I think he knocks him out and probably again in the third round. I think uh Whiteman probably has his way in the beginning with his wrestling, but uh, probably won't finish it in a taking hall in the later rounds, third round. Yeah, this one is uh it's a fade on Weidman for me, guys. I can't. I don't pick him anymore. You know, I just can't pick him anymore because of the chin. It's a huge issue now, I think. And I think Hall can knock him out too. So that's what I'm looking at here. Hall potentially finishing him. What's the odds on that? Hall by knockout plus 200. So it's not It's not great. Yeah, I mean, I think he wins this fight, man. I, I just feel like, you know, we saw the improvements in his grappling against Carlos Jr. And that's why I like him here because we saw that he's able to stuff a lot of the takedowns. I do think Weidman might get a couple of takedowns, but he's going to tire out, man. He gets very tired in his fights. The yeah. thing is, it's just Hall is such a hard guy to trust, man, because he's, he's like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. You know, he comes in, looks great one day, and then he looks awful the next performance. I do think he's looked a lot better lately since going to Florida, though. So I, uh, I I do favor him here, Marcel. I just can't pick Weidman. I don't remember the last time I picked him. He gets knocked out almost well, every fight. I, I picked say? him against Akhmadov, man. <laughs> yeah, that, the last time I picked him actually was against Gaston, and I actually got that right. I'm actually really good right. at picking fights. I've got most of his fights correctly. One I did get wrong was the Luke Rockhold fight. I remember that happened. I couldn't believe it when he not when he destroyed. He, he did that. He, he did that spinning back kick when he was yes. fatigued already. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was dumb. But I remember that. I couldn't believe that fight the way that it, it happened. Just it was a domination. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking at here. All right. So I guess it's time to get to the title fights. Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. Oh, okay. That's kind of weird. Why is this one before the other one? When it's uh, I thought they do the weights. 
in the order. I guess because Bailey uh, played the bigger star or something. I don't know. I mean, Bailey and, and Rose both defeat Jessica recently, right? So, I mean, maybe that's the reason. And I think it's a bigger fight if yeah. it comes to to uh, I think they are higher on, on, on those girls. And that's pretty sucky to say about Shevchenko, but I think they want to they want to sell Zhang, man. Zhang is, is is probably the future. And Rose still can has also can also be the future, man. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. So anyways, let's talk about this fight. Shevchenko and Andrade. Mm-hmm. The odds are pretty stacked enough. I mean, it's not as big as her fights usually are, because she's usually like a minus well, the last fight she was minus twenty five hundred against Maya. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This fight, she's minus 425 against Andrade, plus 340. Um, what do you think? Yeah, man, the thing is Andrade can knock her, knock her out, of course, if she lands a, a hard punch. But got to look at from the – got to look at in the bigger picture, man. I think Shashenko is way more technical, you know, and uh, she can keep the distance. She can pick her shots. Uh, people say maybe if Andrade can take her to the ground, you know, but Shashenko is great on the ground as well. Don't make no mistake, you know. Yeah. Um, the, the only fight that matters for me is Shashenko against Nunez 3. I really want to see that fight uh, again because, in my opinion, Shashenko won the second fight. But that's just my opinion. I'm just one voice, so no no matter. But yeah. that's the fight I want to see. Um, yeah, I'm taking Shashenko here. I don't think she finishes Andrade because Andrade is super tough. But uh, Shashenko for me, unanimous decision. Uh, I have no doubt, to be really honest. I like Shevchenko too, obviously. I mean, I think everyone does. I just, I think she might finish her, man. I don't know if this fight goes the distance, guys. I'm thinking it might end inside the distance. Five rounds is a long time. I mean, these girls are both aggressive, especially Andrade, very aggressive, walks forward. Um, it's going to be a good scrap. I'm glad she got the title shot. I think she deserves it. But yeah, I just think it's another, another, this, um, another just easy win, I would say. Like, I don't say easy because I think Andrade would be harder to fight than some of the other girls you saw. But she gets the job done. Like, she's just someone you want to bet on. So, I'm surprised it's only minus 400, guys. I think it could be higher. I really think it could be like minus 800 or something. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I like Andrade too. Don't get me wrong. I think she's great. I just think, you know, she's going to be small in this fight. Shevchenko's so good. Like, where do you beat Shevchenko, right? Like, she's just so well rounded, Marcel. She's good in the ground. She's good standing. She's just hard to beat. So, yeah, Shevchenko should roll here. I, I think she might finish the fight. You know, we'll see. I, I think if she gets the fight to the ground, that'll be her best spot to finish it with a submission or ground pound. But, you know, the, the, the thing is, Shevchenko is okay with winning decision too, which it makes, you know, hard to bank on, on a finish. Um, I just kind of lean towards that way based on the matchup. But yeah, I would pick Shevchenko. All right, guys, two more fights left. Lili Zhang versus Roseanne Mayunas. Co-main event. Uh, right now, Lili Zhang, basically a 2-1 to one favorite, minus 200 and plus 175 for Rose. Give me your thoughts on this fight, Marcel. Yeah, good matchup, man. Matchup we all want to see, I guess. Uh, Rose Namayunas, probably the best fight on the card, in my opinion. But hey, who am I? Uh, Rose Namayunas uh, won our last fight against Jessica Andrade, split decision, which many people could have gone both ways, but I think she rightfully won the fight, 29-28. Um, yeah, she actually fought Jessica Andrade back-to-back, right? And uh, man, I think she had one of her best performances in that first fight until she got dunked on her head and slammed and uh, she got knocked out. Uh, before that, two fights wins against uh, Joanna and Jacek, uh, which was great, of course. Joanna was the undefeated queen of that division for a long time. So uh, really, really big up to, to Rose there. Zangas looked great. The funny thing to me, actually, is that Zang is 31 and Rose is 28. I mean, I, I always thought well, that Zang was a lot younger, but she is not. Um, yeah, what can we say about Zang? Super solid, uh, what I see so far. Um Knocked out Jessica Andrade. Uh, Joanna and Jacek, a split decision. Should have been unanimous to me. I think she won that fight. 
I, not clear, I don't want to say clearly, but I got a lot of shit of that already today that I said that, but I think she won't let fight. Um, yeah, this is a thing. If Rose can get Whaley to the ground, how will it go? Because I think Rose has the edge on the ground if she has it on top control, you know? Um, Whaley has, has, uh, has the advantage stand-up, I think. Um, this is actually a tough fight to pick for me, man. I, I, I lean slightly towards Whaley Zhang, but don't be surprised if Rose snatches a submission here, man. I wouldn't be surprised at all because Rose is that good. So... I'm taking Rayleigh Zhang and I'm taking a unanimous decision win here. Uh, maybe a late TKO, but I'm going with a unanimous decision win. Let's get these comments. Uh, George Box 4 too aggressive towards Valentia. I'm with you. Yeah. Best style to beat her. Yeah, she could, but I don't know if she'll win the fight. Well, I think this fight of the three title fights, this is the closest fight, obviously, according 100%. to God. 100%. Yeah. Um, they're both great, man. They're both great. I got to be honest, man. I'm, I'm thinking Rose can win this fight, guys. I know that's crazy, right? But I think she, she can win. Can. Yeah, I think she's got the style to win this fight. Um, what I like about her, she's so good at moving around on the feet. Like, she's very light on the feet. And Zhang is very flat-footed from what I've seen. Like, she stays in the pocket. She trades. She's got more power. There's no doubt about it. And Zhang might win this fight. She's a favorite for a reason. But there's going to be some underdogs that win. And honestly, I don't know if all three champions win. Like, everyone's saying it's going to be easy fights for these guys and girls. I don't know, Marcel. I think this is a really hard fight. Like, guys, are we forgetting Rose Dam and Eunice beat Joannich and Jacek twice? More convincingly than, than Zhang beat her. You know, like, she's good. In the Andrade fight, yeah, she got hurt a little bit late in the fight, but she clearly won that fight. Um, she's more well-rounded, I think, too. I think, you know, it's mixed martial arts. It's not just it's not just uh, striking. It's mixed martial arts, and I think she is the better fighter on the ground, too, better grappler. So that's what, I, that's what I'm thinking here, guys. It's cool, Kenshiro. You don't – yeah, that's fine, man. I mean, I do pretty well with my picks, too, dude. So I'm thinking Jang uh, might lose, guys. We'll see. She hasn't fought in a year – she got tagged a lot in that fight, guys. Like, people are forgetting. She took a beating in that fight, man. You know, yes, she came out with the win, but I don't know, man. Like, she took a she took a beating. She might win this fight. I'm, I'm not, like, super convinced Rose can win or anything like that, but I, I think at the odds, I would rather take Rose here at plus, what is it, plus 170. So, that's my read on the fight, guys. I know people are going to uh, not believe me, but they didn't believe me when Jan Blahovitz beat Israel, too. And we saw what happened there, Marcel. I just – I don't know if all three – of the champions are going to retain. That just seems kind of hard for me to, to see happening, right? Like, don't you think there but would this, be one of the it, three? It kinda, Go ahead. It can happen, man, but yeah, I, I won't be surprised if Rose wins, to be honest. When I, I, I said it's a close fight, it kind of depends on, I think that kind of depends on how good Sang's ground game is, man. If Rose's ground game is a lot better than Zhang's. I think Zhang's is uh, good, too. From what we yeah. saw in Aguilar and stuff, like, it's good. So I don't even yeah, know. But like, I, I, yeah, Aguilar was kind of on the on the. How do you say that? She oh, for sure, right, for out. sure. I agree. I just sure. think Rose has proven it more, guys, in the UFC. Like she's sure. really good. People want to. People just hate Rose because they don't like her. I don't look at fights with emotion, man. I don't care if I don't like the fighter or not. I'm trying to see who's going to win the fight from a stylistic point of view. And that, you know, before I did the study, Mark Star, before I looked into the fight, I liked Jang. Then I watched the fights again, and I kind of like Rose now. So that's what happens sometimes. So that, 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 I'm with you. Better, she is a beast. Yeah. What are you gonna say? But better that than rat comment. People get so mad about that, man. I mean, if you're gonna pick fights out of emotion, you will never pick fights. Everyone right. does that That's, though, bro. Especially with Rose, they all hate her, so they pick. It's so stupid. Fight. Yeah. So. You know, if you think Zhang's the better fighter, that's 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 yeah, totally sure. fair, and it, she might be. I mean, she's great. I, I think Zhang is awesome, but to me, it's you, you, not an easy fight. Have, 
You have no idea how many people pick Angela Hill to win against Michelle Watterson because they don't like a comment Michelle Watterson made, for, for example. And I mean, if you're going to pick based on that, that's just stupid, man. Don't do it. Yeah, I think a lot of people will in this fight. I don't think they're going to like go back and watch the fights again. Um, and they're just going to be like, ah, Rose sucks. And, you know, she, the bus incident and all this stuff. That's what I think I is mean, going how, on here. How does Rose, Rose suck? She got the credentials to too. Dude, dude, like people are forgetting she, she beat Joanna twice. Yeah. She beat her twice, guys. Like she's really good. She's really good. <laughs> and she she might lose, but plus 175 on a fight that I think is close to even. I mean, yeah. that's the way I'm looking on this one, man. And she might lose I mean, again, guys. Like, don't get me wrong. Jang is – I picked Jang in all her fights. She's amazing. I, I've won money on her. I've won good money. But sometimes you got to get off the train. It's like Israel. I got off the train at the right time. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I did, man. And a lot of people thought I was nuts. You guys were here. You guys were like, yeah, you're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. And then you saw what happened. So we'll see. And I hope, hopefully I'm right about this one. But I don't know. Like, I, this is the, the toughest fight in the card that I was – like, for me, like, going back and forth. I was like, man, do I really want to go with Rose here? But – Ultimately, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards, guys. So I got to stick with my read, man. Despite whatever. Sure. I know everyone's going to call me crazy. That's okay. I understand. Right. If, you can, if you can back it up, man, you're 100 percent behind it. Stay we'll see. It. It, she man. might get smoked, bro. She might get smoked. And yeah, well, it, it can happen. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Time for the main event. Kamaru Usman and Hori Masvidal. It's the rematch. You guys fought last year, obviously. I was the dumbass who picked Masvidal on short notice. I don't think I'm going to do it again here right now. Usman minus 425. Masvidal plus 340. Yeah, I mean, I just said what I'm picking. I'm, I'm picking Usman. I'm not going to pick Masvidal in this fight. Not like last time where I, where I got burned. What do you think, Marcel? TKO ground and pound third round, Usman. I'm not going to add anything more to that. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I think he wins this fight, guys. Uh, he is obviously uh, the champion. He's been nothing but impressive. He gets better every fight, it seems like. He's an absolute beast. Um, I just, like, there's nothing. What can Masvidal have done? In the last year, you know, to make to make him a competitive fight now, like the does the weight cut and the short notice that going to be that much of a difference to, for his wrestling? I don't think so. So yeah, I, I just feel like Usman. You know, we've seen him just dominate lately, guys, and we saw him dominate the first fight too. Push him against the fence, <laughs> the foot stomps, take him to the ground, rinse, repeat. I think Maxwell, you know, can knock him out. Obviously, he obviously has a puncher's chance in this fight, but that's about it, I think. Um, I just feel like Usman, you don't want to bet against him. He's like GSP. You don't want to bet against him. It's a bad idea to do it. Don't do it. That's what I'm thinking there. Also, I'm going to get uh, Daniel's comment. In the few divisions, I put weight on physicality when I pick a winner. Really strength. Yeah, she is very strong. Makes you weaker. Rosie, very technical. Yeah, that's what it might come down to, dude. Like I tell you, it's it's a tough fight, guys. I just I know all you guys are going to probably be parlaying uh, Jane. I'm not doing it, though. And again, this is someone who's literally bet on her every fight. I think she's great. I just, again, it's matchups. What are you going to say? If you want to parlay, parlay Shevchenko, don't parlay Zhang. I think Zhang, yeah, I would I would rather, um, I, I like, I think Zhang's a little bit, I mean, um, Shevchenko's, I don't want to say, like, safer necessarily, but, like, I would look at her more so than, than Zhang, personally. Um, it's it's a more safe bet than Namayun, than picking Zhang over Namayunas. I think we can say that, right? I don't yeah. say it's safe, but it's safer. I remember when Kenshiro said like a month ago, he said he's going to parlay all three. And that stuck in my mind, Kenshiro. I remember you said that. And I was thinking to myself the whole time that's what I was going to do too because I'm like, okay, that's actually seems like a good bet. But the more I looked into it, I just – I think there's too much risk with, with the Rose fight personally. But that's my thoughts. Um, I think that's it for the for the card, guys, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. that's all the – yeah. Uh, if anyone has questions about this, let's take them. I'm going to get Jose's questions. 
And no, on my part, who cares? It doesn't matter, dude. I don't even look at the win streaks. I don't look at the wins and losses. I'm looking at the styles, man. That's all that matters, bro. Seriously. That's not a – come on, man. You, you know better than, than that to, to cap a fight like that. Come on. Like, as Adesanya had 25 win streak. It's styles, guys. And, again, she might lose, but from what I've seen, Rose is very good in the feet. She's very good at moving around. She's good at sticking and moving. So, we'll see. I mean, she gets beat up. It's gonna. It could happen, obviously. I just think people are going to write her off too soon because they don't like her. Uh, let's get these comments. Jose, who do you think will be next to the Rose really winner? Do you think it will be – Really, um, Joanna or the Jan Carlo winner? Also, Tatiana's looking to be back in the summer. Yeah, I don't think it'll be Tatiana. She doesn't want to fight for some reason with that neck injury. She's not in the rankings anymore. Joanna said today she wants a title shot. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm the baddest bitch on the planet or something. Um, yeah, I don't think so, man. I'm thinking uh, – I think the winner of Jan and Carla – or uh, what's, her, what's her name? Um, Jan, Jan Jin Jan and Carla Sparza. That's what I'm thinking, the winner of that fight. What do you think? Yeah, of course, man. I mean – what the hell? I said it as well on my Twitter. Joanna's 0-4 in the last four title fights. I mean, and, and she hasn't fought for a year. Uh, let, let her fight Marina Rodriguez. Let her fight Mackenzie Duran. Give her a comeback fight, Tatiana Suarez. If she is ready, let her fight Tatiana Suarez. I don't care. And after that, we can see. But definitely, man, Esparza and Jan Zunan both deserve to fight for a title if, she, if, if one of these win against each other. So, uh, yeah, definitely. I'm with you there. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about, Marcel? We got a few minutes left, but we can end it early if you want. It's up to you. Like, what do you want? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, I had something in mind, man. I think I, I DM'd you about it, but I forgot what it was. Um, I apologize. What did you send to me? Let me take a look. Oh, what's the Joanna thing? Actually, I think. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely got to talk about this Joanna and McGregor. Yeah. So she had, she had this interview today, and she was just saying like she really wants the title shot and. She doesn't need to fight again, which is stupid because obviously, like, you should have to fight again. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, so, by the way, maybe know. looking at a few fights that have been announced uh, last night, we haven't looked at which ones. Uh, let me pull your. I'll pull your thing out. Which? Yeah, one? yeah. Is it on your, put, on your page? Put yeah. my thing out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, I found it. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Jan Kutlo and Justin Jacoby. Yeah, so I joked around that they're going to do the Mega Med Ankle fight again, but they're doing Justin Jacoby. This is a good fight. Um, any thoughts on this one? That's a fun fight, man. But uh, we all know Kuchelaba only has uh, uh, gas for one round. Um, and Jacoby is pretty solid, man. He, I don't think he won his last fight, as you know, but he, he did, didn't look bad in that fight against Maxim Grishin. So... Um, yeah, it's, it's a fun fight. It's it's sad that Clark is out with injury, but uh, it's a fun fight. It is, yeah. I like this fight too. Um, I'm thinking, I mean, it could be going, it could go either way, honestly, but because Jacoby yeah. got dropped a couple times by Grisham, which you can hear me, right? That that really worried me. Uh, Ken Shiro got yeah. a comment. Don't worry about full train camp, George knocking on Usman. Yeah, for sure. That could happen too. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with these title fights yet. I'm not sure. But like I said, I'm leaning towards Rose. And I know it sounds crazy, guys, but again, you know, upsets are they happen all the time in the sport. It's not like like last week with Malcoon, I never saw that coming. You know what I mean? Things yeah. happen all the time. Uh Miles Johns, Anderson DeSantos. I mean, John sh should be a favorite in this fight, I would assume, right? Yeah, I think so too. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Great knockout performance of the night last time against uh, Nativi that. Yeah, he's a beast for sure. So that's what I was looking at for that one. Probably Johns. Uh yeah, so this is a main event. This is a Ugh, how is this a main event? Really? Like, 
So, so it's stupid though. I don't like. I don't even know if it needs the full five rounds. I don't. I just don't like it as a main event. What do you think? Tell me. I think this wasn't supposed to be the main event. This is something they uh, put together at the latest moment because they needed the main event for that day. Um, so, because Sakai was actually supposed to fight in one and a half week against Abdurakimov, and Abdurakimov had to pull out due to visa issues. So, yeah. What do I think about this fight? I don't know, man. I think uh, as long as it gets keep standing, Rosenstruck has a good chance to knock him out. That's what I think. But yeah, I'm thinking that too. Obviously, like Rosenstruck, if he pulls the trigger, right? That's the question because the last fight, yeah. he just he couldn't throw his hands. It was like kind of watching Woodley when you watch like, mm-hmm. not not the last fight where he actually threw his hands, but. You know, it's frustrating sometimes. Let me get these comments. Big Sakai, let's go in. He could. I mean, absolutely. Because he's got the wrestling, I would say, in this fight. Yeah. Uh, and he did pretty well against Overeem before he got finished. I fade main events. They're too high level. Francis Mully confident main event. Yeah. I, I'm with you, man. It, it's hard sometimes. I'm with you. I try I try, I try. try not to bet on them either if I don't have to. You know? What are you going to say? Do you, do you see some things like if we don't find a, uh, find a fight for a card, random heavyweight fight? You know? Random heavyweight fight. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I understand with, that. I agree. Let's get these comments. He asked, are you guys aware of Dagestan heavyweight Pasha Krachikev? He comes from the same amateur league as Mokayev. If he ever turns pro, interesting pro. I don't know him. Do you? Nah. The amateur so Yeah, I don't know him. Um, with the Warriors book, who could be next for Dawkins? Chris Dawkins. shamil has got visa issues. I don't know what's going to happen. Ivanov would be good, I guess. Doesn't he have a fight book? I thought Ivanov has a fight book. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, he had the fight book against Tibura, I think, but I don't know if it's still on. Oh, yeah, I don't right. think it's still on. Any of those fights, I really like Chris Dawkins, though, man. He's he's good. You know, he's he's solid. Okay, sure. Yeah, John Jones has been a moneymaker. There's certain guys like like uh, GSP too. And Usman has been too. I mean, quite frankly, but I just this fight could be interesting. We'll see. Uh, let's see what else. Go. Oh yeah, this is a great fight. Marlon Vera, Dave Grant. So these guys fought, and I I watched the fight again recently, and Vera kept like grabbing his gloves inside the gloves, and he got points. Yeah, got, yeah it was weird. So it's a controversial fight, and and Grant won. I mean, most people are going to pick Vera, but, man, this guy, Davey Grant, don't bet against him, man. He's a beast. What do you think? He's doing very well lately, man. I mean, he uh, he stopped Jonathan Martinez, which I didn't expect him to do, and he defeated Martin Day before that. Also, b- both performance of the night, I think. Um, Vera on his last fight lost to Aldo for that one against Sean O'Malley. So it's a, it's a fun fight, definitely, because it's a rematch. Vera probably wants to get that, get that loss back. And... I mean, you got that win back, of course, and uh, Davy Grant obviously wants to get in the ranking. So it's kind of a win thing for both guys here. So, yeah, looking forward to this one. Yeah, me too. It should be a good scrap. What else we got? <sighs> Figure eight over Malcolm Gordon. Man, I think this guy Gordon gets knocked out again. His chain is not very good. What do you think? Yeah, it's definitely possible, man. It's, uh, he actually lives by me. Hey, this guy's from like uh, my same town as me, Scarborough, Ontario. He's actually from the same town okay. as me. Yeah, but I just thought that last fight, man. Jeez. We're Suma Darji, but yeah. What do you think, Marcel? But, yeah, by the way, Figueredo, this is his third opponent. First yeah. opponent was Jimmy Flick. Second was JP Bice. And now it's Malcolm Gordon. Um, yeah, man, I think I'm favoring Figueredo in this one as well. Yeah. And then did we talk about this one yesterday? I think we did, right? Riddell and yeah. yeah, we did. So that's it. Great fight. Yeah, it is. All right. I think that's going to be it for today. Well, I'll get, oh, we got a question from Marcus. What's going on? Oh, I'll get this one. 2000 Bang on Trump to win. Yeah, it happens. Don't worry about it, man. Thoughts on Dana's comments about Lewis being next. He was hyping that he's saying now, yeah, that Lewis will get the fight. I don't know. Like I, I'd rather see Jones, but let's hear let's hear what Marcus says. Have you guys heard any news on who Francis will fight? Well, Dana White told uh, Aaron Bronstetter that he'll be um, fighting uh, Derek Lewis in the Garner. That's probably going to be the fight they're going to make. So 
It's obviously the UFC still kind of having some issues with John Jones getting him signed, but the deal, he wants more money, obviously, which is fair. What are you going to say? Yeah, now I remember what I thought I wanted about. Uh, Aaron Bronstad was interviewing Dana, and Dana blamed Sean Shelby for the Drucker close against Jeremy Stevens thing. Yeah, what did yeah. you think about that? I thought that was stupid, man. He said that yeah. it was all his fault, and like Sean Shelby should have stopped it. Come on, Darius Stevens is a is a is a jerk. I mean, he's a jerk, and he, he injured the guy, and he shouldn't get a pass on this. He should be fine. Like if it was any other league, if it was a real sports league, Marcel, like if it was like like the NBA or something, this guy would be suspended or something right now. Because like what he did imagine, was really bad. I thought. Imagine, imagine that wasn't God who against Jones, pay per view. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that. What would they not gonna say? Um, I know, I know. Let's get to these other questions. We're almost done here, guys. Grant's condition, when conditions KO, got cheated by the decision. Yeah, that could that could definitely be the case. I gotta look into it more. Would you recommend? Okay, I'll take a look. We will. Kinshiro, same here. Plus, UFC wants to push William Jang. Yeah, they want to do that. Doesn't mean it's gonna happen, though, guys. Like that's the thing you guys gonna remember. Just because UFC wants it to happen doesn't mean the fighters won. Like Rose is just gonna lose her belt, like lose the title shot. She wants the fight, I think. Gordon brother Figgy is KO written over it. Yep. 15,000. Yeah, man. Awesome, eh? <laughs> I know Marcus is going to one of them. I think it's the one in Houston or maybe it's the one in Vegas. Are you going to any of them, Kinshiro? That's pretty cool, though. What do you think about the, the fans coming back? I'm excited, man. We didn't talk about that. I, I think it's going to be fucking awesome, guys. Like, I'm not there. I wouldn't go because I'm scared of getting COVID, but I think it's going to be cool if you got the guts to go. What do you think? I probably wouldn't hear too much about it because I, because I think they want to gonna come on Joe Rogan and DC again, and I will pr- probably mute a little bit the, the sound on yep. the TV for that. So, <laughs> but I'm happy for the fighters. All right. Anyways, I think that's gonna be it for today, today's podcast, guys. I appreciate you guys tuning in, joining us on today's show. Marcel, you can plug your stuff. We'll get out of here. Yeah, Big Marcel twenty four Instagram and Twitter, and uh, you can follow MMA DNA dot NL website, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, wherever you can find it. Yep, for sure. Um, me, at MM Adam Martin, as you guys know, and then Twitter, you can find me there. Um, MAOzbergar.com, YouTube channel. I'm at BJPen.com, Elite Fans, TV Betting, My MMA News. I'm working for this new website called uh, Spectation Sports. We're mostly covering regional MMA, but we also do like some other big events too, boxing and stuff, so it's pretty cool. So, yeah, I'm pretty busy right now. I know you are, Marcel, as well. Um, let's get these last comments. We've got two minutes left. I'll be in Las Vegas. Awesome, man. That's going to nice. be so sweet. No, he lives in Atlanta or something, Morrow, Georgia or something, because he's got that yeah. bookshop there. So, yeah, he's not he's not there. He's going to fly across, I guess. More fun. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that too, man. I got to be honest. So I've been to a lot of UFCs, and I love going to the fights. There's nothing better. But truthfully, it is easier just to stay at home and watch on TV. That is the truth. <laughs> and, 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 and the the view is better at home, I mean, quite frankly. But the atmosphere is yeah. not even close. So that's why you go. All right, that's it for today's podcast, guys. Appreciate you, and I'll be back Thursday with AJ. We'll break down PFL.